Hello and welcome to the cage in Melbourne for the 2009-2010 WNBL Grand Final. Craig Ravel joining you in commentary along with John Keogh. John Keogh, uh, Melbourne, turning out in force. Your hometown really getting behind this bullying Melbourne Boomer side in 2009-10. Well, they've been super impressive this season, Craig, dropping just the one game. They've beaten Canberra in both their regular home and away games this season. So the home team, the Melbourne Bulleen Boomers, they'd go in warm favourites against the Caps, but we know the Caps exceptionally good under pressure in big game grand finals. Well, as, as the Caps continue to warm up here, it is going to be a, a match that is going to feature some great matchups, and one of which is, of course, Lauren Jackson up against the newcomer in Elise uh, in Elizabeth Cambridge and she is really going to have to do what she did two weeks ago step up and take on Jackson the world's best player yeah what a great battle this will be between the two big tools I mean Jackson obviously one of the premier players if not the premier player in the world and Cambridge still a young lass but gee she's really stepped up this season she's been a tower of force inside the paint for Melbourne Bulleen and it will be a great tussle between those two tonight. It is going to be a great game. One of the other matchups where it's going to be key, it's Abby Bishop up against Elise Penaluna. Two more tall players that cannot afford to drop anything because being so much focus on the number fives, the fours are going to be key to finding space and perhaps even drawing some defence away from those key position players. Yeah, terrific girls, young players, up-and-comers in Women's National Basketball League. I'm looking forward to that battle as well, Craig. Abby Bishop, she can play inside, she can shoot the ball from outside, so that's something that her opponent, Penaluna, is going to have to be wary of tonight. Sharon Milner and Natalie Hurst is a key battle of the guards. Milner, electric to in the last game of the regular season, and uh, now she is playing for that grand final that has been elusive for not only her, but the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. Yeah, Milner's been a terrific servant of Australian women's basketball. It'll be terrific for her sake to see her walk away here with a championship this afternoon. Natalie Hurst been in career best form she's really stepped it up over the last few years for the Capitals and just continued on her merry way this season and she has been on fire from beyond the three point arc as well One of the big things Kerry Graff has got going for her is that she can play so far down her roster she's got Penaluna and Abby and Jess Bibby who both are coming off the bench they're both scoring machines Tolo and Jess Bibby and you've also got Tolo there as well that's right but when you've got um, you've got Chantella Pereira Jess Bibby Tolo Beatty you've got some height that can give you some versatility and you've got plenty of shooting where Jess Bibby was of course the player that when she came to Canberra Coach Graff said Canberra has never seen a better shooter than this girl that they're bringing on the court. And uh, Jess Bibby has been, you know, being injected into these games, not starting like she would at any other club. It's quite extraordinary to consider that Tolo and Bibby are not in the starting fives. Both terrific players in their own right. And quite extraordinary that they come off the bench for Canberra. It does highlight the depth that Coach Carrie Graff has at her disposal. But 
On the other side of the equation, the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers, let's not underestimate them. They've got some fairly handy bench depth as well. They do indeed. And uh, one thing that uh, we can hear is the players being introduced in the background. The crowd is going to be a huge factor tonight. You, you can't rule out how big a factor the crowd is going to be, John. Yeah, at least a couple of thousand here at the cage to mainly support the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. So that's terrific for them. Canberra are going to be going up against them in those stakes. There is probably a few hundred who have made the trip down from Canberra to support the Capitals but we know who most of the crowd is going to be supporting tonight that's the Burgers. As they're about to be introduced here in the cage, the crowd still filing in right before game time and uh, this side from Bulleen, possibly one of the best, they're certainly one of the best in the but also one of the best we've seen on the floor in a number of years Sharon Milner running out now all eyes are definitely going to be on her performance. But uh, then you have Desi Gorbitz, the only player in the side to have a WNBL championship, and she won that at the AAS with Jackson, Field, Bakovic, and all those other great players on that uh, amazing side. That's going back a few years now, about a decade ago, when the AAS won the WNBL championship, and what a side that was to produce so many champions of Australian basketball. Yeah, Kylie Reid. She's going to be another key player. She's had some very important interludes on the bench throughout the season. And just like we were talking about Terry Brown's ability to draw on some electric players from the bench, they're going to need these uh, hard-working players like Kylie Reid and a cross to get out there and, and really play some important minutes in those, uh, in those exchanges and in those uh, critical touches when you need to rescue them. Well, you can't just rely on your big fire players in this competition, particularly when it comes to crunch games like You really need to draw on the depth of your bench, and I think both sides can do that. Canberra has the stronger bench, so that may be an advantage for them. So, the Bulleen Boomers, they're going to have to draw deeply their coach tonight, and we'll have to draw deeply on that bench tonight. He will indeed, but he has never been beaten by Kerry never been beaten in a grand final matchup before. So Bulleen naturally going into this game as the favourites as we get set for the national anthem. Of course, as uh, we hear the national anthem's players on the court, this is Sport Radio's coverage of the 2009-2010 NBL grand final and the national anthem not uh, just a few moments away because there's a presentation going on. So two life members being inducted into the life membership on a roll, Jess Bibby and of course Kelly Abrams. Jess Bibby getting that honour up against Sydney in that fascinating overtime game job in regular season round 15. Yeah, both terrific servants of the game and Debbie Corbett's there also receiving an accolade just before we hear the national anthem. So as we get to it now... National Anthem here, Grand Final Day in the Melbourne Cage.
there's been a bigger crowd in uh, Melbourne for a women's basketball match. Certainly the biggest I've seen this season, and I'd suggest for many years, Craig. Terrific to see the fans from the Bully Melbourne Boomers have turned out in force to support their local team. And the girls have had a terrific season, lost just the one game. They've beaten Canberra in both their regular season games. So the home crowd will be pretty optimistic this afternoon, I reckon. I'll give you the tip. Young girl who was playing for the AAS last year in Rachel Jarry. She could be a, a really interesting girl in tonight's game because uh, she's really developed over the years. She looked good at the AIS, moved on now to Bulleen, and that could be a, a critical player just because she's got a bit of height and has been doing a very good defensive job when she's been on the court as well. So I'll just tell you to watch out for her. Hannah Zavik, of course, coming back from America. She's been... Uh, amazing in her season back and uh, while she's had some very very big games she will be definitely one to watch for her defensive effort as well teams just finishing off their warm up here at the cage Sport Radio WNBL Basketball Grand Final Day here for season 2009-2010 John give me your thoughts as we uh, are about to hit the uh, about to hit the uh, start of this game? Well, I guess my thoughts are you're going up... There's two teams here, obviously. But one of them is being the out-and-out champion of this season, 18-1. and one. They haven't... They've only lost one game all season. So they've clearly been the best team of the season. Canberra's lost uh, nearly half a dozen games all season. So, in fact, they have uh, lost six games for the season. So there's no doubt Bulleen Melbourne have been the best team, but Canberra come into this game on a bit of a roll, and we know how good they can play in finals basketball as well. They are the defending WNBL champions, so they've won many championships, and I think that's going to count for a lot come this game as well. It's hard to separate the two teams. Craig, what are your thoughts, and who do you like? Uh, Well, I think the world's best player is going to be a critical factor in this game, but that same thing, one player doesn't make a team and the Capitals would be smarting from three weeks ago when they went down to Bulleen at this very arena. So, uh, you know, Bulleen know they can beat the Capitals, they know they can beat Lauren Jackson and that is going to give them a lot of confidence. You'd have to say Bulleen are the favourites but, gee, you, you, ha- you cannot right off the, the Capitals. Just too much big game experience for mine. Yeah, I think I'm going to tip the home side here, going with the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers, Craig. I've liked their work all season. I think they've been the best team. They probably deserve to win the championship. Whether that'll happen or not, that could be a different story, but I'm sticking with the minor champions for the season. Alright, as the teams come out on the floor, starting five, no surprise for the Capitals, where it's Wilson, Abrams, Bishop, Jackson and Hurst. So, Beatty, Tolo, uh, as I said, Herrera and also Bibby. There's four players right there that could start in most other teams. Starting for the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers, we have Cambridge, Penaluna, O'Hay, Milner and Zavik. O'Hay's going to have a big job today. Carly Wilson on O'Hay from uh, nine, and that's going to be critical. Ball in the centre, John Keogh to call the action. And it looks like the... Canberra Capitals get the first tip away through. Lauren Jackson Hurst now works it into the front court. Wilson being tightly guarded by O'Hay. Swings it over the other end of the arc. And good intercept there by Milner. Knocked it out of court. 
and it'll be an inbound pass for the Capitals on the right wing Abrams the captain to take it passes the 1-2 with Abby Bishop Abrams now at the top of the arc dribbles on her left hand feeds Jackson's is still a long way from home 15 foot jumper on the baseline can't hit it in fact it was an air ball Milner retrieves the ball now for Bulleen pushes into the front court works onto the right hand dribble O'Hay has it Abrams in her face works it inside now Zavik under the basket was she fouled as she threw up the shot by Carly Wilson no foul called she fell over in fact out of court on Melbourne it'll be inbound pass to the Capitals defensive baseline Bishop now inbounds it to Hurst who puts one finger on a left hand up in the air kicks it left side to Jackson on the 45 outside the arc now to Wilson still on the left wing back through hands Abrams Bishop with the drive puts the ball up and down it's up and over the ring but the foul has been called Elise Penaluna I think has uh, just put an arm on her and that will send Bishop to the line so Bishop doing a good job there just pump that ball high into the air and uh, well if it fell through it would have been a bonus as it is she misses the first off the back of the iron so just a bit too much on the shot as Bishop lines up for the second interested in Bishop's shooting action John doesn't bounce the ball on the ground just gets the ball in her hands as if she was shooting it in the game misses the second and Caps will get it back touch Bulleen going out of bounds yeah, she doesn't muck about at the free throw line. She goes for three now. Hit the back of the iron that time, Abby Bishop. Here comes Zavik down the court. Ends up with O'Hay just outside triple territory. Good vision. Finds Milner in space on the triple line. It boggled in and out. That was unlucky for the Bulleen Boomers. Ball on the ground. Bishop there tussling against Cambridge. Whistle called. Yeah, I think there's a foul called on Elizabeth Cambridge. So it will be an inbound pass to the Capitals. I think she got a toe over the line, perhaps, John. So out of court, rather. Yeah. As Hurst sets up again, Milner working it closely. Again, they favour the left-hand side. And it's Abrams outside the arc. Jackson, jumper on the left-hand lane. Doesn't fall. Cambridge does the rebounding. And Milner's off to the races. Pulls up the free-throw line. No. Kicks back. Gives it to Cambridge. Cambridge, big mismatch there. She had Hurst on her. Kick it outside for the three. Oh, hey, can't get it to drop. Cambridge fighting hard under the basket. And I think she's drawn a foul out of Lauren Jackson. Yeah, good strong play by Lizzie Cambridge under the basket there. Got the rebound from the Genohe shot. She was out of position on the rebound. Got a little bit of a fortuitous uh, rebound or, or well, off the glass and was able to go to work against Jackson. Yeah, Jackson just a bit careless there, flailing the arm. And we get our first score. Cambridge, the first point scorer of the Garand final. Misses the second. And it is Bulleen leading 1-0 here with 8.22 left to go in the turn. Hurst passes under the basket to Bishop who lost control of the basketball. Wilson somehow came out with it for Canberra. Outside triple territory now in the arms of Hurst. Hurst picks up the dribble, goes down the left-hand lane, pulls up, tries to go off the glass, does so successfully, converts for Canberra. That's their first score of the grand final. They lead two points to one now. Milner does the carrying work up the court for Bulleen. 
Milner goes to the left hand wing looking to set up, goes to Cambridge left lane, Cambridge tried to get under the basket but good work from Bishop there, just gave him nothing to play with and it was Bishop that came down with the ball, kicks it to Hurst Hurst goes to Wilson, right 45 Jackson in the corner, back out to Bishop then off to Abrams, into the corner Wilson, outside to Hurst, pulls the trigger on the three and Hurst kicks Canberra to a 5-1 lead Hurst has 5 points, Canberra has 5 they lead 5-1 Seven and a half minutes remaining in this first quarter. Natalie Hurst has started this grand final on fire. Now under the basket is Cambridge. Received the basketball. Jackson. Got the shot. Jackson, I think, called for the foul. It was a holding foul going on after, underneath the basket as Cambridge received that pass, I think. I don't think it'll be a free throw. I think that was an air ball too from Hannah Zavik. John, it just didn't look like it was a pass. If it was, it was a damn good one because it got Jackson out of position. So inbound pass now comes to Milner. She's at triple territory. Now pass from Petaluna. Nice one to Cambridge. Puts up the shot. Nails it. Draws the foul from Jackson. She'll go to the line for a three-point play. Real trouble now for the Capitals. Three team fouls on them. I think the first one uh, wasn't called on Jackson that we called there earlier, but certainly the last two. No way you could doubt it. And uh, that is a big, big problem for the Cavs who have to sit down the world's best player to put out well, certainly a potential world's best player in Mariana Tolo. Well, not a bad little substitution when you can afford to sub Tolo back in for Jackson on the transition. Tolo crashed at the offensive end of the court, called for a charge. Terrific work from General Hay, stood her ground underneath the basket. Tolo didn't see her there. And offensive foul against the Capitals. Yes, Tolo just doing a bit too much. She tried to get the look away pass but just kept running through and that was what the foul was called for. So the Bigs getting into trouble here for the Canberra Transact Capitals as Milner goes right side to O'Hay. O'Hay gets it inside to Penaluna. Penaluna watched by Bishop. Oh, the inbound pass tapped away by Tolo. Bishop comes up with it, gives it to Hurst. Hurst for three! Off the iron, and Penaluna does the clean-up. Milner brings it back for Boleyn. Down the left-hand wing for Boleyn. Finds Cambridge, they're going to her at every opportunity. This time it's Carly Wilson called for the foul under the basket as Cambridge went to work. Good, aggressive play from the youngster, and her teammates are looking to get it inside to her every time, just about. Another mismatch there, because Wilson had come off Hanazavik to come in for the help-out defence. Tolo went for the intercept, and that was uh, just making it too easy, because Cambridge always going to have the height over the uh, Capitals' Uh, Wilson nails the first charity strike Cambridge and the second averaging 20 points a game and nearly 10 rebounds so she's virtually averaging a double double this season drains both free throws we're now locked up at five apiece six and a half minutes remaining first quarter as Hurst goes inside then comes back out top of the arc is Abrams kicks it to Wilson Wilson jacks up a shot she was jacking up a hope and a prayer ball fell down Bishop had it spill off her back to Wilson Wilson was playing for the uh, was playing for the penalty but she gets the shot anyway and Wilson becomes the second scorer for the Capitals 7-5 as Milner tries to go all the way Tolo misses the rejection Cambridge slaps it away and it's over the sideline Caps to inbound 5 minutes and 59 seconds left to go in the term Caps working forward here crowd definitely a factor as Cambridge comes up with a steal and Cambridge will try to go coast to coast gets around Hurst 
shot doesn't land and Caps get back with numbers. Wilson kicks it to Hurst now as Hurst is down the left wing. Passes to Abrams. It was great defensive work from Hurst a moment ago. The pint-sized Canberra player against Cambridge did terrific work under the basket. Cambridge crashed into it. No foul called on either one. So 7-5 Canberra lead Bishop. That was ambitious from beyond triple territory. Missed everything, including the ring. Took no time then. Just had the ball in her hand and threw it from where she caught it. Launched it almost one-handed, wasn't it? Here's Cambridge just inside the paint. Grabs her own rebound with the putback. Successful. Locks it up at seven points apiece. She is on fire, Lizzie Cambridge. Cambridge going to be a dangerous one. And with Jackson sitting down in foul trouble already as we hit the halfway mark of the first term. 2009-10 grand final on Sport Radio. Wilson, bounce pass inside to Tolo, tries to wrong step Cambridge, then goes with a baby hook but Cambridge just a bit too aggressive, John, and has been giving away the foul. Not a lot in that though. Thought it was pretty good defensive work from Cambridge. Must have just got a hand on Mariana Tolo as she went for that hook shot. She's going to sit down now. So this is a critical time in the match where uh, Liz Cambridge sits down and they bring out Rachel Jarry. As I said, last year with the AAS, this year stepping up to a team that's only lost one game and she's been getting good minutes as Tolo misses the first. Tracy Beattie's checked in for Abby Bishop as well for the Canberra Capitals. So Bishop and Jackson both sitting on the bench. You can see how just important they're seeing the Cambridge matchup. They want to get their girls rested while she's off the floor. Jump ball called there after the second shot didn't land. And uh, great to see... Abrams, the captain of the side, not too proud to go in scrapping for it on the ground. Is, uh, are you doing a bit of crowd spotting here, John? Great to see Kathy Freeman in the crowd, Craig. Yes. So good. Olympic gold medalist is here to support one of the teams. Not sure which one to be perfect. They should be going for Melbourne for the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers myself. As Jerry draws the foul, that was a, a scrappy piece of play here, and Jerry's going to go to the line because. Bulleen have got Canberra in the bonus. So Tolo getting that foul, that's going to be critical. The Caps have got some fouls on their big players and Jerry steps up to the line and how confident was that? The young girl just knocking it down in this pressure cooker situation. Yeah, terrific work. She's a great young player. Couldn't get the second and Abrams does the clean up. Immediately kicks it to Natalie Hurst and Hurst now will go right side to Kelly Abrams. Over the top to Wilson. Wilson back to Abrams. Now to Beattie. Beattie only made one three-point attempt in her career as Hurst jumps it up and she puts down a big two-pointer and gives the Caps back the lead. Nine points to eight. Four minutes left to go in the first turn. Terrific basket there from Natalie Hurst. She was under all sorts of pressure. Milner was in her face. It was almost the catch and shoot from Hurst but between the free throw and the three-point line. Kelly Abrams giving away a very soft foul. She was shocked with it. Jackson checking back in. So Beattie and Jackson checking back in to uh, this one. It's not since, uh, well, we had the triple towers of Jackson, Harley, of course that's Jenny Whittle, and... uh, Tracy Beattie have we seen such height on the court in a grand final so the Caps really trying to push this height advantage 
Of course, Beatty plagued with injuries all year, but getting some minutes now as the cap set up on the right wing. Abrams goes to the centre and gives it to Bisher, uh, to Beatty, who just loses the dribble. She gets it outside to Wilson. Wilson goes back to Beatty, who's double teamed at the low post left side. Kick out, Jackson goes for three. Oh, Eden out. You heard the crowd in the background that time, and Jenna O'Hay is off to the races for Bulleen. Good shot clock pressure there from Bulleen, but they've coughed it up at the offensive end of the court as they were transiting deep into their attacking zone, out of court, so it will be an inbound pass for the Capitals on their defensive baseline. Hurst doing the ball work, steps into the front court now, gives it to Abrams. Abrams thinks about dishing off, she just lost control of it. O'Hay ends up with a basketball, right hand dribble down the right hand wing, very aggressive stuff from O'Hay, pulls up near the elbow, hits the back of the ring, first, somehow got the rebound at midcourt, dribbles penetrating, she's got three to beat, tucks it out wide now. Through some players, Wilson, Hurst, Abrams ends up with Jackson for the long two-pointer, can't hit it. Fortuitously, it came to Milner now. She works into the front court, gives it to the advantage of Zavik. Zavik tried to step around Jackson but called for the travel. Good defensive work from Lauren Jackson. Tell you what travels this season. We've seen some very experienced players giving them away left, right and centre. And this time, Anna Zavik, the offender, is uh, Kelly Abrams has a chance to sit down here the captain of the Capitals. It was great positioning from Jackson, really forced that travel because Zavik was on the march and all of a sudden had to try and change direction when Lauren Jackson was set up in her path. Strategy change now with Hurst and Bibby on because uh, Abrams known as one of the best defenders in the league, being swapped out for Bibby, so obviously Coach Graff wants to get some shooting pressure on this Boleyn side. Well, they've only scored nine points in the first seven and a half minutes, Canberra, so they probably do need to step it up a bit at the offensive end of the court. Boleyn leading 10-9. Yeah, defence is the motto and the creed of both these coaches, and it's the master and the apprentices. Bishop, uh, sorry, it's Beatty, gets the ball and throws it away, just throws it past Bibby, and, uh, well, we got Kylie Reid on the court, for the Bulleen Melbourne Boomer. She inbounds it to Jenna Hay, and uh, that's just looking like a player that hasn't had much court time this season. Yeah, Beatty's looked a bit shaky out there thus far. Jordan with a big three-point attempt. It looked good off the hand, but bounced off the side of the iron, and it will be a Caps ball as Hurst goes into the paint, gives it to Jackson, off to Beatty. She's fouled as she was trying to grab a hold of it, and this is another key uh, change because Glorvitz and also Anna Crosswhite have come out for the Bulleen uh, Melbourne Boomers and that's key because now you've got three starters off for Bulleen, four starters off because Jerry's still there, so they're really calling on their bench to try and help out whilst the Caps are still playing at least three of their starters. Yeah, we'll test Tom Mars girls with some of their key players sitting off the court, Tracy. Beatty missed the first free throw. Let's see how she goes with the second. Drains it. So she's on the scoreboard for the Canberra Capitals. It's ten points apiece. Two minutes remaining in this first quarter. It's just a pause in play here. Maybe a substitution is happening. Just a, a few moments whilst everything gets sorted out here. Rachel Jarry wants to get it started. Jackson sitting down for the Capitals and it will be Bishop back out there. Oh, down in the paint. It's uh, 
Great work by Genero Hay and has just managed to get into the key as the ball was coming in and just a big reef on the arm. That was Tracy Beattie who is getting frustrated now and Coach Graff would realise that Tra when Tracy starts getting frustrated she starts getting foul prone and the Caps can't afford to be giving away cheap fouls particularly when they're in the bonus. Yeah, it might be time to sub her out and get Mariana Tolo back in the game, I reckon. Here's Hurst down the left wing. Bulleen 11-10 over Canberra. Two minutes remaining, first quarter. Oh, hey, only making one from two that time, John. Bibby virtually missed everything from the three-point line, three line there, rather. Here's O'Hay pushing to the front court. Reed coughed up the basketball to Cambridge, who was fouled by Beatty, I think. So another undisciplined play there from the Canberra Capitals. As timeout is called, and uh, I think no, no, sorry, a substitution as Wilson takes her first break. So Wilson and Abrams swapping two defensive players there. So Caps keeping that uh, the double uh, aggressive action with the two scoring guards on the floor in Hurst and Bibby. And the other great thing for Coach Graff is she can take either one of them off and go with Pereira, who's another scorer. Mm. And, uh, you know, they've got a, quite a good balance here, the Capitals, as it was missed again by Cambridge. And it's setting it up on the right-hand wing. Now Bibby over the top goes to Bishop. Now to the left 45, it's Hurst. Back to the top of the arc. Bishop gives it off to Abrams, who goes then left side. Bibby brings it down the last line, and she makes the shot and draws the foul. Terrific work down the right-hand lane there. She was crushed in all sorts of narrow space there, Jess. Bibby somehow managed to get the double pump layup up, and there's Andrew Gaze in the crowd. But she drained the basket, and she'll go to the three-point line for a three-point play. Yes, as... We get set now for the bonus. No, rattles off the iron. And that will be oh, a chance for the Caps to regain. No, Jerry picks it up. Uh, sorry, Crosswhite picks it up off the floor. Quick transition. Jerry with the basket makes the layup at the other end. Yeah, good athleticism there from Jerry. Good transitioning down the court too from the Bulleen Boomers. And turnover here against the Capitals. They've lost it again. Bibby fell over. Claims she was pushed as she was trying to receive the basketball. Oh no, she just slipped. Tripped over her feet. Morbix didn't touch her, looking on the replay. So, they will get the mop out onto that one. Bibi takes a sit down as the timeout is called. We'll be back for a moment after this short timeout on Sport Radio. So as we come out of the timeout here on sportradio.com.au, hope you're enjoying the 2009-2010 WNBL Grand Final. And, uh, well, Coach Graff really laying down the law to the players there. They're down by two with less than a minute to go in the quarter. An interesting time to call the timeout. Milner just zigzagging, gives it to Jerry. Jerry goes for three, rattles off the iron. And Beatty comes up with the ball now as Hurst will bring it back for the Capitals. So, inside the last minute, 38 seconds to go. Oh, no one to pass it to. Bibby comes back to eventually get the ball from Hurst. Now it goes right, 45. Abrams trying to feed it in low to Bishop. Oh, Jerry working on the floor that time and knocks it over the baseline. 
and uh, it will be a Caps ball with 27 seconds left on the game clock and 6 seconds on the shot clock. You'd have to go the Jackson play, get it in there and a shot straight away to its ball. No, they go outside. Give it a burst for 3! Off the front of the iron and Bishop gets it back on the rebound. Gee, the rebounding for the Capitals, very strong here in this first quarter. Yeah, good offensive board there from Bishop. Gives her girls a fresh 24 seconds. They're down now to 12 on the shot clock. Hurst looking to work the clock. Only eight seconds remaining in the quarter now. Hurst goes to work down the right-hand lane. Lost control of it. Knocked out of court, though, by Bulleen Boomer's player. So five seconds left in this first quarter. Bulleen 14-12. Canberra will get the last shot, you would think. Abrams on the offensive baseline. Bibby lost control of it. Then it was knocked out of court by the Bulleen Boomers. That was unfortunate there for Zavik. And I think it will be a Capitals inbound pass with one second to go. Abrams, too easy. Bishop missed the easy lane down the right-hand lane. And she clutches her head in disbelief. There's the quarter-time siren. And fairly dour affair in this first quarter. Good aggressive intention intention shown from both teams. At the first break, it's Bulleen 14. The Canberra Capitals 12. Look at some of the stats here, John. 25% is what Bulleen is shooting at here. 25% 25% in the first quarter, up against the Capitals shooting at 31.3%. So, Capitals, five shots have made it from the field from 16 attempts. They've certainly had the more looks because it was only three from 12, four from the field for Bulleen. And Caps making one from six outside the arc. Bulleen yet to hit a three-pointer. But this is a critical step that really Coach Graff would be ruining at the moment. Bulleen, eight points from the free-throw line, and they gave them 13 attempts. The Capitals only making one from seven free-throws. So that is just too many opportunities the Caps are giving Bulleen from the charity stride. Yeah, it was too many fouls from Canberra, I felt, in that quarter, but that was partly because of the good coaching, good play from Bulleen. They kept going inside, drawing the foul, the likes of Elizabeth Cambridge, really taking it to Lauren Jackson and some of the other Canberra tools. So, good play there from Cambridge and good coaching from Tom Maher, and I expect them to keep doing that as this match continues. Rebound count is interesting too. 11-10, Bulleen's favour, and offensive rebounds... 2-1 to one, and it's amazing how many times it's Natalie Hurst that's getting that offensive rebound for the Capitals. Yeah, well, almost the shortest player on the court. I suppose her and, and Sharon Milner would be vying for that title. For that one, yeah. Both very short girls but Natalie Hurst started pretty well, kept Camber in it early with some big baskets and she's going to be an important player as this match continues. Well, we wait for the coaches to finish their address, of course. Uh, Tom Maher, certainly the most experienced coach in the WNBL, he has uh, won an amazing seven or uh, seven championships. Seven championships from seven grand finals. Yeah, so he, he is also ably assisted by Coach Gary Fox, who he himself coached, uh, what, three champ- no, two championships for the Dandenong Rangers back in the early noughties, so he's had plenty of experience himself, plenty of experience on that coach's bench with Tom Maher and Gary Fox, as uh, of course there's no shortage of experience at the Capitals end with Coach Graff, Lucas and Tomley, and uh, Coach Lucas, of course, well he put together a side that won a championship yeah. only a couple of years ago, he didn't get the uh, the joy of taking them all the way, but uh, 
we all know how that team came together. As we restart play, Capitals with the first use of it, quickly off to Hurst, who gets it down to Bishop, and she makes the first score of the second term. Good start for Canberra. They'd like to see more of that. Bishop inside the paint, going to work on the backboard. Here's Milner now, 14 points apiece in this WNBL Grand Final for Season 09-10. Coughed up by the Bulleen Boomers. Jackson emerges with the basketball, passes it to Hurst. And she's going to set things up as she steps it into the front court on the left-hand dribble. Switches to her right hand now. Wilson makes a break for her. It's Bibby now. Let's fly from three-point. Missed everything. Bishop, the offensive board. A fresh six seconds here, though. Down the left-hand lane was Hurst. Jackson, the offensive board. Big block there. Nice defensive work from the Bulleen Boomers. Here's Milner now on the transition. Quickly on the turnover, passes it inside to Cambridge, goes to work against Bishop, got it to Penaluna, nice pass, Penaluna missed the shot off the backboard, and Canberra breathe a side of relief, 14 points apiece. Jackson cleaning up there in defence, gives the Hurst to Bibby, left-hand side, back to Jackson, top of the arc, right side to Hurst, who drives in towards the right lane, but then hands off to Bishop, who goes back to Abrams, push off the ball here, not sure who that calls. Fairly oh, soft foul. It's on the 33 Zavik, of Hannah Zavik. So that's, oh, that would be a, a coach's nightmare. An off-the-ball offensive foul. And yeah. that is going to give the Caps the chance to set up from this left-hand side. Abrams immediately inside to Jackson. Jackson drives straight down the centre and all too easy. She is amazingly able to pull up and put up a very tough jump shot to make it two points the difference. Caps 16, Bulleen 14. Yeah, not tight enough defence there though from Bulleen on the inbound pass. Abrams is able to get that into midcourt way too easily to the best player in the world, Lauren Jackson. Now there's a foul at the other end of the court and it's an offensive foul I think against Bulleen. So Canberra with their noses in front, 16-14 as they step it into the front court. Eight minutes, 20 remaining second quarter. Hurst, Jackson, Bibby and Abrams out there for the Capitals. Bibby has it now from Hurst. Top of the arc gets a good screen from Bishop. Bishop gets the ball back. Then back to Bibby for three. Oh, net and Bibby. Well, I told you she was a big scoring opportunity for the Caps. She knocks down her first three of the game. Oh, hey, crashed into Abrams. No foul call. Play goes on. Cambridge receives from Milner inside the paint. Against Bishop. Jackson almost ripped down the rebound. Ball spills free. First start for Milner. Down the right-hand lane. On the oh. break. Couldn't make the shot there. Natalie Hurst. Another whistle And now here. there's a whistle now behind play. Looks like we're going to have another sub here. I think Jerry wanting to come back into the game. As well. Hurst should have made that basket. It was great transitioning from her, transitioning from yeah. her down the court. But you need to make those baskets in these big games. It was a two-on-one admittedly, but Hurst had all the position. Zavik sits down now as uh, it's Jordan back. Uh, sorry, it's not Kylie Jordan. It's Kylie Reid back into the game as she gives the ball off to Milner. Milner goes left side to O'Hay. Abrams giving a no space. Over the top. Great cut that time. Just very aggressive by Kylie Reid and she gets the bucket. It's Bulleen 16, Capitals 19, 7 minutes 20 left to go in the half. Formerly Kylie Jordan, of course. Yes. Yeah, Kylie Reid. Oh, I don't know what Bishop was doing there. She just banged it into the backboard. Gets a third attempt. So she uh, was certainly persistent. She uh, 
banged it into the backboard, it came down, picked it up from the feet as the players weren't working down at ground level, then got it up onto the ring, got it back in, and now Cambridge at the other end. Turns in the paint, she's got to go herself here, Bishop's hands are up in her face, ball comes down, she has a second shot and banks it in. It's 21-18. Caps looking a bit more confident as Bishop hits the ground as the ball goes back to Jackson, gives it to Hurst. Abrams on the left 45 over to Jackson on the left lane oh that is Jackson she was falling away John to her left hand side put up the shot and it just sort of stuck in the mouth of the ring and fell through it's interesting Jerry is going head to head with the world's best player Lauren Jackson and, Ken, uh, and rather Cambridge is going against Bishop so that's a huge task for Jerry another turnover there as Hurst has managed to pick the pocket once again Bishop loses the handle on it, kicks it on to Abrams. Abrams into the paint. Look away, pass. Jackson rattles off the iron. Bishop trying to keep the, it alive. Ends up tapping it only as far as Cambridge. Jerry hands off to Milner as Milner sets up the play. The Caps, uh, they're playing man-on-man still. So there's no opportunity here for anyone to get any free space, which is, I think is what... Uh, uh, Bullying are looking for. Oh, hey, just tried to throw up a prayer there. Jackson the rebound, coughed it up to Milner, but foul has been called against the Bullying Boomers on Lauren Jackson. Let's see who the cows fouls called for. Uh, not sure. Looks like it's on Kylie Reed. I thought Reed got in there and hooked her arm as she was trying to pass it away, but it's be costly. Right because Bulleen had the ball in their hands, I think. Canberra the ascendancy here now. They lead by five, 23-18. Five minutes or so to go in this second quarter. Ball knocked out of court. It'll be a Canberra inbound pass. Tolo just trying to make position under the, pa- under the basket there, but Jerry getting in the passing lane. Abrams the captain. Flips a pass over the top to Bibby. Now with Hurst at the top of the arc. Steps around Milner. Down to nine seconds on the shot clock. Missed the jump shot. Tolo ripped down the oh. rebound. Knocked it to the advantage. Here comes Hurst. Now Jackson. Releases back outside to Bibby from about two foot outside the three-point line. Can't make the shot, though. And ripping down the rebound was Penalula. Got it to Milner on the transition. Jacking up the shot. Nice triple there for the Bulleen Boomers. Unbelievable. That way, Elise Penaluna. She's a big game player, or she's starting to become one here in this WNBL as Caps Abrams then goes to Bibby. Back to Tolo. Now to Jackson. Hand off to Bibby. Whistle on the play. And is that another travel lift call there? Unbelievable. Bibby's looking around who to give it to. It's going to go to Kylie Reed. And in fact, uh, a timeout has been called. So, Coach Tom Marr wants to have a chat to this Bulleen side as uh, Canberra have looked a lot more uh, settled and composed here in this second quarter, John. Yeah, they've just got things going their way, Canberra. I think at the offensive end of the court for Bulleen, they've been under a bit more pressure. Canberra certainly stepped up the defence and Cambridge finding it more difficult to get to the basket as she was in that first quarter where she was just dominating inside the paint. So I think Tom Marr will just want to be trying to free things up a little bit more on the offensive end of the game. Defence has still been pretty good, I think. Amazing this year. Uh, Tom Marr has named a lot of his plays from uh, w- with Chinese names. 
and uh, when he's giving his address, he's telling him to play these plays, but they're Chinese words, of course, Tom Ma, the former coach of China. Do, 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 do the players speak Chinese, do they, Well, they, Like our Prime Minister, Kevin Rudd, who apparently can speak a little bit of Mandarin. Obviously, it's contagious, this Mandarin speaking at the moment. I know you're brushing up on it. They must be... They must be talented girls, professional basketballers, and able to talk he's Chinese as well. He's that is bloody the amazing. Play names, of course. Uh, ah, so it's Coach one, one, one word. Chambers. Names. Yeah, it's one word. It's not the whole. Yeah. It's not the whole address, but of course, Cheryl Chambers, who had the largest playbook in the WNBL for years, she had them named after foods and recipes and all sorts of things. Coach Ma going with uh, a bit of cultural beat of. Asian influence in this WNBL as we get started, bullying with the ball pass from Jerry, goes down to O'Hay, O'Hay rattles it in that was the who flung dunk play Craig yes, good work John, it's taken you it's taken you a while as Jackson gets the ball inside outside to Hurst, kicks at the corner for Wilson, Wilson on the baseline bounces off and Penaluna comes up with the rebound, Milner now pushing it forward to Jerry, uh, to O'Hay, O'Hay again, and we're back to a Bullying lead. 25 plays, 23. 3 minutes, 60 seconds left to go. Can't be 3 minutes, 60. It's 3 minutes, 59 left to go in the term. And now the timeout called by Kerry Graff. Great work there from Jenna Hay. was almost falling over as she shot that ball. And she's got them back into it this quarter. It's amazing, though, that timeout, he just needed to reset it because, as we said going into that last timeout, the Capitals certainly looked the most composed and then coming out of that timeout, exactly what Coach Ma was looking for. Those two effective plays, great D, and you've got to remember, these are the two most defensive-focused coaches in basketball, in WNBL basketball, and they... You know, they, their goal is to keep their oppositions down to like less than 60 odd points a game. And uh, we're certainly seeing a, a dour defensive struggle in this grand final. Yeah, it really is the two sides which are really focusing on their defence. And I think that's good basketball coaching from Carrie Graff and Tom Maher as well. But at some stage, something's going to have to give. And one of these teams, I'm sure, will start firing at the offensive end of the court. Wilson, Tolo, Hurst and I think uh, Pereira coming out onto the court with Jackson for her first minutes of the game. Bulleen, I don't think they'll be changing too much from that last time out. Penaluna, Milner, uh, Reed, uh, also Crosswhite and I think Glorbitz. As we have three minutes and 50 seconds left Working down to the right side, Hurst, no, comes back to Pereira. Pereira bounce pass to Jackson. Jackson takes on Penaluna, drives down the left-hand lane and has drawn the foul as she makes the basket. She banked it in and also got the foul. Brings to an end a seven-point run there for Bulleen as well, tying the game up at 25 points apiece. Jackson to the line. It's, uh, who is it? It is Jerry... Uh, no, Zavik out there with Milner and Penaluna. Jerry. I think Jerry's there too and Zavik. The two blondes. So here's Milner, the point guard, dishes off. Jerry from Jerry thought the about WNBL logo faking the shot. Exactly. It's Zavik. Here she is. Thinks about putting up. Jerry cuts the key, ignores that. Here's Milner from five seconds left on the shot, misses the three pointer. First, gets the transition pass. 
from Jackson who goes back to Jackson now. Jackson from the elbow, a flat looking shot. Only just hit the ring. Tolo the rebound. Big Tolo. block came there from Jerry, but she drew the foul as well. Mariana Tolo under the basket. She was double team, triple team there. Tolo managed to draw the foul. Tolo did a great job that time. She just was sitting there with the ball. She was down low after she picked up the rebound and she just waited for them, waited for them and perhaps Jerry unlucky that uh, she was going after the ball but uh, obviously a bit of arms the refs have said and she'll sub out as Crosswhite checks back into the game for Bulleen as Tolo goes to the line to shoot two makes the first and Tolo, well this is important she isn't the greatest free throw shooter Second shot is all net. And obviously just showing me up. 28-25, the Caps leading Bulleen. Three minutes to go till the long break. Must have had the sport radio in her ear. Here's Mary from downtown. Oh, the bucket. And that just unbelievable. Ties it all back up as we have certainly got a great grand final in the offing. Oh, Hurst tries to carry it all the way. Again, misses the layup, but that was a fancy stuff. Miller, coast to coast! Unattended, can you believe that? Sharon Milner able to dribble all the way down the court, down the left-hand wing. Five, Just five points in the last 30 seconds of this game has got Bulleen back out in front, John. Her five points as well, Sharon Milner. 30-28, the Bulleen Boomers lead over the Canberra Capitals. Grand final 0-9-10. Jackson, ambitious shot from... Beyond the elbow. Outlet pass to Glorbitz came from Milner. Glorbitz steps into the key. Gives it back to Milner now. She'll look to dish off. Still plenty of time for a shot here for Bulleen. Two minutes remaining in this quarter. Oh, good screen there was provided. And then O'Hay missed the shot. It was a good pass there from Milner though. It was great work. It was exactly the right idea. I think that was Penaluna though, yep, John. It was. Yeah, Penaluna just uh, absolutely firing here. But... Oh, Milner. I reckon Milner's got the points here at the moment over Hurst. What can Hurst do? She's got the ball in her hands as Pereira sits down. And back out there now is Wilson, Abrams, Jackson and Tolo. Hurst from the left-hand elbow. Can't get the shot to drop. And Tolo comes up with the ball. Gave it to Abrams who reconstruct here for Canberra. A minute 40 remaining in this first half. Pulls up on the dribble, dishes to Wilson from the right-hand elbow, hits the back of the iron, Penaluna drags down nice. the rebound, gives it to Milner, outlet pass, terrific stuff to Croswhite, down the right-hand lane, she's fouled, surely. Oh, Abrams gets to her feet, Glorbitz gets in there, the home side crowd not happy, which way will the referee see it? was unfortunate there. I think it was more the fact that Crosswhite fell across Abrams after the foul was committed and Abrams just wasn't appreciating that a Crosswhite laying across her legs. No, there was certainly plenty in it and uh, well, good to see a bit of that, a bit of, you know, spark and these teams are playing for keeps. Bullying lost one game all year. They think that this grand final is really theirs for the taking and Canberra just standing in front of them at the moment. But Bulleen, as we approach the long break, is in front with Anna Crosswhite. At the line, she makes the first. And that just gives the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers that little bit more gap. Crosswhite, the second one, rattles around and Bishop. 
pulls it down. So 31 place 28, a minute under a minute and a half now left to go in the first half. Bulina leading by three. Bishop has it outside the arc. Dribbles on her left hand. Decides to go down the left hand lane. Pulls up. Passes to Abrams. Foul off the did basketball. You see what Jackson Offensive did foul. Jackson on Crosswhite. No, that was, was it Crosswhite or Jerry? It was Crosswhite. She just threw it to the ground. Now Jackson is pretty prone to this. Just oh, ran through her. That's a cheap shot. Yeah, she ran That's into her back and then Crosswhite really milked it for all it was oh, worth. It was there. That's but a cheap shot. Crosswhite fell over. That's a cheap shot. I don't know how it's She had her back to her. She didn't know Jackson was coming. Jackson is an aggressive player. Oh, one of the one of the most, the most in world basketball, probably. That's cheap, and it, it, uh, that was cheap, and you can you can give her the benefit of the doubt. It was a foul, no doubt, but I don't know how aggressive it was. Here comes Pauline oh, at the other end of the court, short. and Kai, it was Jerry rather missed a five foot shot that she should have made there. It was not much pressure. Fortunately, Bulleen will get another crack here. 52 seconds on this second quarter clock. Glorbert's the inbound pass. Goes all the way back towards the centre of the court. Milner now picks up the dribble. Passes back to Glorbert's on the right-hand 45. Here comes O'Hay down the middle. Grabs her own rebound. Goes to work against Beatty. Down the other end now. Quick transition from Hurst. Abrams. The pass to Bishop. Back to Abrams. Just inside the paint. Abrams puts it up. Big rejection. Milner. Outlet pass. Down the court now. O'Hay on the end of it. Puts it in down the right-hand lane. Pulling lead by five. 24 seconds left to go in the first half of the 2019 Grand Final. And it is Bulling 33, Canberra 28. Hurst holds up with the ball in the centre circle. She's running down the clock. 10 seconds. She breaks now to the right-hand side. Gets a good screen from Bishop, but then stops. Goes the shot, puts it in. And it is three seconds left. Now Harcourt Globitz puts it up on the elbow. Gary tries to put it, but the whistle goes. And we have had a fascinating first half shot. The atmosphere electric and Bulane in front at the long break. 33 to the Capitals. 30. We'll take a break here on Sport Radio. Be back with all the second half action and the stats from the first half in just a few moments. Welcome back to the cage in Melbourne. Craig Ravel and John Keogh with you for all the action of the 2009-2010 WNBL Grand Final. And uh, John, just looking at that second half, Caps got away, but Bulleen resistant and really fighting back. The shooting percentage, 42% for Bulleen that quarter and 30% for the Capitals and uh, just amazing 23 attempts by the Capitals only 7 successful that is a, a critical stat indeed but the good news for the Caps they didn't give the, the Bully Melbourne Boomers too many trips down to the charity stripe after the first quarter 13 free throws Bulleen had this quarter they only had the 2 so that was a much better performance by the Capitals, not giving away as many fouls as what we saw. Yeah, the Capitals, they looked like they were making a charge then and Bulleen were good enough to answer late in that second quarter and were underway in the third. Milner has it from beyond the three-point arc, nails it. Perfect start for Bulleen. Go out to a six-point lead now. Sharon Milner gets it to 36-30 with that triple. Yeah, Abrams out there with Jackson. Abrams has the ball on the right 45 now as 
Bishop gives it off to Hurst, top of the arc. Then it's to Wilson. Wilson watched by Milner. Milner really being a big pest. As, oh, Bishop puts up the shot. Oh, how did Hurst, how did Wilson come down with the rebound? Offensive rebound. This could be critical. 36 place, 30. Hurst has the ball on the right, 45. Gives it off to Abrams, who drives into the paint. Oh, what a rejection by General Hay. Yeah, terrific work, O'Hay. Now Milner makes the most of that. Cambridge under the basket. The easy, can't believe her luck. All unattended. Milner, terrific pass. And Bulleen now 38-30, leading Canberra. Nine minutes to go, third quarter. Oh, important start to this third term now. The Premiership quarter, they call it. Hurst looking around, goes left to Bishop at the top of the arc. Cambridge watching her. Then it's back to Abrams, gets a screen from Jackson. Abrams into the paint, goes to the low, goes to the baseline, finds Bishop, and Bishop puts it in. 38-32, Milner sets up for Bulleen. Milner on the dribble. Being guarded by Natalie Hurst, dishes the veg and she is fouled, I think. Or did she I think she tripped over her own feet then. Savick there made an error and turnover against Bulleen. So Ruby Account, the Capitals ball in their defensive court. Worked into the front court now. Wilson has it on the left hand 45. Passes to Hurst. Hurst now picks up on the right-hand dribble. Eight seconds on the shot. Dishes to Abrams. Goes inside to Jackson. Jackson looks to kick it back out to Abrams. Who fires from three points. Can't get it. Penaluna. Good offensive rebound against Jackson. Gives it to out Hay who steps into the front court. Ambitious pass. Is intended there for Zavik. Zavik coughed it up. Yeah, she Wilson just threw it. Just for Canberra. Threw it back into the legs of uh, Carly Wilson. Wilson picks it up, brings it forward. Jackson watched by O'Hay. Now goes to Bishop on the right-hand lane. Kick out that time to Wilson. Wilson brings it to the left lane. Gets the wrong side on Zavik and makes the basket. Caps fighting back. 38 to 34. Caps with the last two baskets of this quarter. It's Penaluna now setting up. Right hand wing. Oh, hey! Dribbles the ball into the paint. She's drawn the foul. And I think that's Carly Wilson's. Uh, the foul's being called on there. Oh, hey, will go to the line. And Caps can ill afford to be giving away fouls now in this third quarter after they tighten themselves up and were very disciplined in the second. Good aggressive play there from Genoa Hay. Oh, nothing but net for all the force of the two, three free throws. And oh, Hay will open that lead back up to six points. 40 plays 34, seven minutes 20 left to go in the third term. And Canberra answer this challenge from Bulleen. Six points to lead to the home side of the cage. The Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. Less than a half away from a WNBL, which would be their inaugural championship. Jackson missed the turnaround, Jay. She's hustling against Cambridge. Capitals with numbers. Capitals came away with the basketball, courtesy of Bishop. Wilson, through hands to Hurst, now outside territory. Jackson knocks down the big two-point jumper. Terrific work. 40-36, 6 minutes 44 left to go on the... Uh, to third terms 
scoreboard. It's Cane Beach, watched by Jackson. Inside O'Hay, she's double teamed by Wilson and also by Bishop and she pushes out a pass over the baseline and the Caps have forced the defensive stop. That's critical. They need to make sure they get the next two defensive stops if they want to hit the lead once again. Six minutes, 25 seconds as the Capitals, through Hurst, brings the ball down the floor, goes back to Abrams. Oh, touched on the passing lane, but the ball gets into Jackson's hands. Outside to Hurst, and Hurst knocks down the three. We're back to a one-point ball game, John. 40 to 39, six minutes left to go in the third term. She has been the star player for Canberra today so far. Natalie Hurst has really kept him in this basketball game. Knocking down a big three-pointer there. And she just keeps coming up with the goods, Natalie Hurst. It does indeed, but gee, Milner has had her measure all through this game. It's been a fascinating tussle as has the inbound ball from Penaluna is wild. And... Oh, Cambridge just didn't put enough effort into that and Hurst comes up with it so the Capitals will set up and that's the second defensive stop they needed Al Wilson almost throws the ball away, Bishop working well at ground level, Milner tried to pick a pocket, threw hands eventually to Jackson and Jackson gives the Capitals back the lead 42, plays 40 as Jackson knocks down a big three point attempt and the last six points in this game all from the Capitals outside the arc Huge three-pointer there from Lauren Jackson. Terrific work from her. Really banked the big shot there for the Canberra Capitals. And they have time got out. their noses back in front at this time out. And Tom Maher is furious. Yeah, you would just uh, not like to be sitting on that bench at the moment with Tom Maher talking to them. He's uh, very pointed. He knows that, uh, well, he knows that they're not giving exactly what he's asking for. And he is letting them know that in no uncertain terms. Sportradio.com.au. Hope you're enjoying this 2009-10 WNBL Grand Final. As, uh, well, the crowd has rolled in and we have seen possibly one of the best Grand Finals I can remember. And that goes back uh, a few years now, John. It's been tight. I don't think it's been that attractive, to be perfectly honest. There's been mistakes. There's been terrific intensity, great teamwork, but also great defence. And I think the pressure from both sides defensively has made it somewhat a little bit scrappy, but not taking anything away from the game itself. I, when I said to you, watch out for Rachel Jarry, I didn't expect her to have such a blinder that we've been seeing. She has been a critical bench player and uh, points off the paint might be valuable but her defensive work on Jackson has been good as well as Cambridge now takes on Jackson, knocks her to the ground Penaluna comes up with the rebound and Jackson well I'm not sure if she's been called for the foul there but uh, certainly there was some contact and Penaluna is going to go to the line to shoot too yes the big tall from Balloon will shoot a pair first one is in Flat-looking free throw that just boggled in. 13 points a game she's averaging this season, Elise Penaluna. Uh, second one, not so fortunate, flicks out. And then knocked out of court by Cambridge as she attempted to rebound it. Canberra will get the inbound pass on the sideline. One-point ball game here at the cage. Capitals, 42. Bulleen, 41. 5.25 to go in the third term. And this game... 
Well, I'm enjoying it immensely, John. As Abrams goes inside to Bishop. Bishop takes on Cambridge. Can't get it to drop. The layup doesn't fall on Jackson coming over the top of her former AIS teammate, Desi Glorbitz. Knocks it over the baseline and Bullying will have it once again. As, uh, we're halfway through this second term now, uh, this third term now, and uh, they're still going at 100%. This is great to see. Milner kicks it left side, gives it to O'Hay over the top to Cambridge. Cambridge backing into the paint. Oh, Bishop tried everything, kept the cone up straight, but Cambridge is too good and gets the lead back for Bulleen, 43-42. Yeah, great basket, banking it off the glass there, Elizabeth Cambridge. The defence from Bishop, he couldn't fault it, but Cambridge was up to the task. Here's Jackson for two points. Canberra back in front by one, 44-43. Comes up with a big clutch shot there, Jackson. Picked up the dribble, turned around, shot it from just beyond the elbow. I don't mind it being scrappy when it's back and forth like this, John. As Cambridge gives it off to Glorbitz. Glorbitz gives it to O'Hay. O'Hay at the top of the arc. She tried to go past Abrams. Abrams wouldn't let her. So she puts up a three. Oh, it rattles in. It looked like it was going out, but it just popped up and fell through the net. Yeah, great shot with five seconds remaining on the shot clock there from Jenna O'Hay. She was about a metre and a half behind the three-point line. Here's Hurst down the right-hand lane. Goes coast to coast with Milner and scores. 46 points apiece. We have a tight ball game. There's three minutes and 50 seconds left. Glorbert goes to O'Hay. O'Hay and a three-pointer. Well, she couldn't get it to rattle in a second time. Jackson picks up the rebound immediately. Gives it to Hurst who comes straight down the guts. That's what I like to see. Direct attacking basketball. Abrams on the left 45. Goes over the top to Bishop. Bishop gives it back to Abrams now. Jackson trying to hold Penaluna away to give her, uh, to give Abrams some room. Abrams goes to Bibby. Bibby. Oh, I thought Cambridge fouled uh, Bishop that time. Bishop goes up, collects the ball, but then puts oh. it too hard. Oh, uh, Bishop has picked the pocket of Milner there on the rebound. Too and casual there from Cambridge. Bibby was able to intercept the basketball. And Cambridge, the pass in her own defensive key was just too sloppy, too casual, and coughed up the basketball. Here's Jackson for the turnaround, Jay. Can't hit it. Oh, she's stolen the ball of Jackson. Jackson falls over, nails the basket anyway, banks it off the glass. Canberra back in front, 48-46. Best player in the world, and that is one of the reasons why. Never says die. Falling over, jacking up the shot. And at the other end, Glovitz tries to put up the three. Turnaround jump shot from Penaluna, not giving up at all. And Penaluna brings us back to a tied ball game. Two minutes and 30 seconds left to go as Hurst pulls it right out to the right wing. Goes to Abrams, then back to Hurst, still on the right wing, inside to Bishop. Setting up, nothing going on really outside. Abrams tries to go herself and it was slapped away by Cambridge over the baseline. And we will have Caps ball, nine seconds on the shot clock, 2.17 left to go on the game clock here in the third term. Sport Radio Basketball, we hope you're enjoying this one. Bishop sits down, that'll put Beattie back out on, no, Tolo back out on the floor as Bibby goes off gives it to Abrams, there's only a few seconds on the shot clock left, 
Bibby now three seconds gives it back to Abrams and Abram uh, sorry and Hurst knocks down the three don't know how I get those two confused John but Hurst uh, if Canberra wins today she will be in line for the MVP that was a great triple no this is Beatty out on the floor but it's O'Hay who gets the ball outside the arc oh full start by Reed that time goes uh, sorry Jerry that time goes down to the free throw line and makes the basket it's a one point ball game John one minute 40 seconds left to go it's Canberra 51 Bulleen 50 as Beattie just once again out of sorts and Jerry's given away a very soft foul lucky there because she travelled Tracy Beattie lucky to be called for the foul because otherwise she would have been called for Jerry so lucky there for Canberra real problem for Jerry now because she's got a few fouls on her championship anyone's for the taking Craig Canberra leading by one 51-50 Hurst has the basketball she's played nearly the entire match on the court dishes to her good friend Jess Bibby from downtown can't hit it and releasing his performance to O'Hay O'Hay dribbles into the key now kicks it out wide Jump. good basket there from Kylie oh, Reed. Reed. Kylie Reed nails the triple Pauline back in front, 53-51. Minute left in the third quarter. As the Caps with it all to do now as they work around the arc. Hurst goes for a 16-foot jumper from the right 45 and nails it. It's all tied up here inside the last minute of the third term. And this is definitely the best game we have seen in a grand final for a long, long time. Never has it been so close at three-quarter time. Yet again, Natalie Hurst answers... And keeps Canberra in the game. Here's Reed for another triple. Can't hit at that time. Falls to Crosswhite. Crosswhite double team. So he flicks it into Reed inside the paint. Reed dishes now back to Jerry outside. Ends up with O'Hay. Not much time remaining on the shot clock here for Bulleen. O'Hay goes down the right hand lane. Draws the foul. Doesn't make the basket. But you go to the line to shoot a pair. Jenner O'Hay. Well, we saw that big, big rejection by Penaluna at the end of the first half, which uh, really buoyed the spirits of this Bulleen side. Now it is uh, another one of their bigs who gets an opportunity to get the lead going into this uh, final quarter as General Hay will line up. Ooh, pressure on there, rattles in and out. 17 points for the game Jenna O'Hay she's had an important impact in it second shot well, rattled off the front the back and then through and it is a one point ball game here Bulleen 54 Canberra 53 14 seconds left to go in the turn here's Hurst can Canberra oh. final shot oh she turned it over couldn't believe her luck there O'Hay tries to rush it down the other end of the court Bishop stood in her way and fouled her yeah just shot the hip out there on the clock in the third quarter it's an Abby Bishop move she does the hip check all the time she gets called for it more often than not but it's just one of those natural reactions she has time out called but it was probably a good momentum stopper there from Bishop clever foul clever foul and just allows both teams to reset here with four seconds on the clock Bullen will have the basketball when we come back from this time out interesting to see that the Caps really have uh, just been playing second fiddle in this game John in this quarter haven't they they've been really uh, just second to the ball and having to play catch-up basketball after they had looked like they had taken the ascendancy in the uh, 
in that early part of that second term. It's been a seesawing affair. The lead has been oscillating between both Canberra and Bulleen. Uh, I wouldn't like to put my money on who will be in front come the end of this quarter. Well, you've said Bulleen, mate, and I'm going to hold you to it. Oh, at the end of this quarter, I said. Oh, at the end, end of the, of the quarter. Day, my money's still on Bulleen. I'm still confident they're going to get up and win, Craig. All right. Well, I've been on the fence right from the get-go. Uh, your head says Bulleen sometimes, and your heart says something different. But, uh, well, returning to the floor, Tolo, Abrams, Wilson, and uh, Bishop with... First, I think also out there as uh, we'll see this last minute it's a bullying ball from the side Desi Glorbert's inbound it Reed, Cambage and also O'Hay, O'Hay gets the ball from the inbound pass, O'Hay rejected by Tolo, I'll give it a hand to Glorbert, Glorbert's put them a three point buzzer beater and at three quarter time it is Bulleen extending their advantage. You thought that, oh yeah, this was just going to fizzle out here in this last minute. But how about that? Tolo with a huge rejection. It goes straight back into the hands of Desi Glorbert. Johnny on the spot. Knocks down a huge three that has just got Bulleen up in uh, off the bench. And the crowd is behind the home team here Unlucky going into the final Unlucky quarter. for Canberra. I mean, that was a big block there from Mariana Tolo. And luckily for Bulleen, it landed in the arms of Glorbert's. But tell you what, that sort of thing turns games. She made the basket, and at the end of the at the break, it's Bulleen 56, leading Canberra 53. One quarter to go in this WNBL Grand Final. Three quarter time stats, and uh, Bulleen, this is a key stat, John, shooting at 61.5% for that quarter. They made eight from 13 attempts. The Caps made 10 from 19 that quarter. 52.6% their percentage for the quarter. Uh, once again, Caps did not get one trip to the free throw line. Bulleen had six, made four from six there. So what's the uh, difference in the score? Because there's four points right there that the Caps are down just at the charity stripe alone on that quarter. What about, have we got any individual scorers there to three-quarter time? The bench is still going to run those over. General Hay is uh, 20 points at three-quarter time, and that has been a critical 20 points because everyone was so focused on Cambridge and Jackson matchup. General Hay has become a real point-scoring threat. For the game, though, Caps shooting at 43% and Bullen shooting at 38%. So Caps, a little bit higher shooting percentage for the game, but it's a charity stripe that is really keeping... Well, in that first quarter that kept Bullen in, in the hunt. Yeah, absolutely. They're shooting at the charity strike has been better than the free throw line below. Um, but they just they had so many more. To give a team 13 shots in the first quarter, when you had, you know, when you had them in, uh, in, you know, on on ice almost in the field, that is a, a critical thing. Still Final anyone's quarter. game. Still anyone's game. I mean, Bulleen only lead by three points. Canberra, a very good team. They've got stars in their team. Yep. Final quarter for 2009-10. The Caps will restart the play. Abrams first. 
uh, Tolo, Jackson and Bishop. They're going tall here as Hurst gets it to Jackson, gets it back to Hurst, then to Jackson. Now to Abrams, 45 right. Uh, Jackson, top of the key. Wilson is on the left, 45. Drives into the key, but then outlets it to Abrams. Abrams, oh, tried to hand it off. It was a lazy handoff. Tolo, having to do a lot of work on the baseline, gets past Cambridge and makes the basket. No, she touched the baseline with her toe, so the basket oh. didn't count. She put her foot over the line, so out of court on Canberra. Here's Milner now, being hassled by Hurst. Gets it into the front court, Sharon Milner. Should dearly love WNBL Championship to her name. Jerry, the youngster from Berlin, dishes off to O'Hay, the superstar. Leaves a big three behind! And all of a sudden, out to a six-point lead, Arbeline. 59-53, Jenner O'Hay is making a mark in this grand final. Is indeed. Oh, now a turnover as Wilson just tried again. Caps looking very sluggish and lazy. And it was Zavik who stole the ball, got it to Milner, back to Zavik. Now off to O'Hay, who Jackson falls all over as she puts up the shot. Wilson jumps on the ball. It's going to be a jump ball, but that's going to be Boleyn's favour. So really, Wilson should have passed that away when she was on the ground. Jackson falling on O'Hay. And then it was uh, Zavik and Jerry who locked it up. O'Hay couldn't believe that Jackson wasn't called for the foul. And I agree, it looked to be there. Should have been a foul. Jenna O'Hay should have been going to the line, I think. Well, Milner now. Oh, Milner for three gets first off her feet. Shot too hard and she gets her own rebound. Yeah, all the momentum with Bulleen at the moment. They lead by six. Can Canberra weather this storm? Who knows? Jerry lost control of it. Jackson... The opportunist gives it to Hurst. Outlet pass down the court to Abrams down the left-hand lane. The captain makes no mistake. I should mention Philip Haynes, Chris Reed, and Matthew Townsend, the men in grey who are doing, I reckon, a pretty good job tonight. They're letting this game play and only really calling it when they have to. 59-55, four-point lead to Boleyn. Zavik gives it to Jerry. Jerry gets it inside to Cambridge. Cambridge again, ball knocked away and then stacks on the mill. Oh, hey, gets the ball from behind and knocks down another big shot. 61-55, Boleyn look like they are marching towards a flag. Well, if Boleyn go on to win this game, General Hay, they will have her to thank. Oh, what about Jerry? intercept here from Zavik. On the transition down the court, decides to pull up and just give it back off to Milner. Jerry has just been playing a huge defensive game, John. And Milner, with the ball in her hand, now important as well. Gives it to Cambridge. Tolo watching her. Backs out of the paint, into the paint. Tolo makes the steal. And Hurst off to the races. Milner getting back there. Hurst takes on Milner. Can't bank it in. But a whistle on the play. Milner's given away the foul. Gee, it was a soft ticketing touch foul. Home crowd doesn't like it. That's what happens when you praise up the refs. There wasn't much in that, I didn't think. Let's look at the replay. Oh, I barely touched her. I thought it was good defensive work from Milner, who Who? couldn't believe she was called for the foul. Oh, yeah, that is a soft call. Gee, now I take back everything I said about the grey team, John. And this will give Hurst the chance to go to the line to shoot for two. Makes the first. The Canberra crowd, about, uh, well, about I think about a hundred people came down on the coaches overnight. And Hurst makes the second. So Zavik now kicks it off to Milner. 61 plays, 57. Still plenty of time. 7 minutes, 20 left to go. As Cambridge on the baseline. Oh, again, Tolo makes the defensive move to steal the ball away. Cambridge just a bit too aggressive on Tolo as Tolo is trying to get a pass away. And Cambridge has given away the foul. 
So the Caps crowd happy with that as Cambridge has to check out. Penaluna comes back in and it will be a Caps ball. So the Caps with an opportunity now. What are they? Four points down. So they've got to, got to put a few defensive stops on as Hurst races into the front court. Goes to Tolo. Tolo, ball rejected that time by Zavik. It goes out to Wilson as Tolo's good enough to get back to it. Wilson knocks down the three. This is the danger, I guess, for Bulleen is there are so many three-point shooters in this capital side and out there on the floor at the moment, you have got three pretty good ones in Hurst, Wilson and also Abrams. Bulleen's lead cut to one, but Penaluna makes it back out to three with that easy basket right underneath the basket. Two-point shot there from her, at least Penaluna. And it was a nice little pass from Jenna O'Hay to set that up. Hurst works down the left wing, then cuts baseline. She's all over the place. Abrams gets the ball, gives it to Tolo in the paint, and Tolo finishes it off. Capitals back to a one-point deficit here. Bulleen 63, Canberra 62, and that crowd, John, absolutely going off here at the cage. Zavik, good work from her. Abrams crashed into her. Will be called for the foul as she received the pass there, Zavik. So it will be an inbound pass for Bulleen. Six minutes 13 remaining on this final quarter clock. Bulleen we were talking about we were talking about Tom Maher and calling the plays in Chinese. But I have to say, as far as the Capitals go, they've probably got more Chinese written on them than any other team in the uh, WNBL. They do like the body art, the old Capitals. Milner's got the ball here. She dives baseline, goes to Zavik. Zavik now gets it back, gives it to Milner. Milner, six minutes and four seconds left to go. Gives it to Penaluna. Penaluna with the skyhook. Makes the basket over the top of Tolo. 65, play 62, five minutes and 54 seconds left. Great skyhook there from Penaluna. That was a big basket. Hurst now on the right 45, looking around, bounce pass into the right lane, gives it to Penaluna, Penal, oh sorry, to Tolo, Tolo tries the skyhook, can't get it, and O'Hay has been called for the foul, that's critical, Tolo just rebounding hard, just they're working hard off the glass at both end these girls, and the contact's being called now, as Cambridge checks in for Rachel Jarry, who's had a huge game, I don't think anyone expected Jerry to play this big. I, I expected it to be good. I didn't expect it to be that good, John. Yeah, Timeout call. Enormous step for the youngster, considering she was only playing for the AIS about last a year. Ago, so, huge step for her. She'd love to cap it off for the championship, as would her teammates, particularly Sharon Miller, who's been around for quite some time. Well, Tom Ma and Coach Graff talking to their respective teams. We have got five minutes left. We'll take a break on Sport Radio and be back with uh, the run to the championship in just a few moments. Welcome back to the cage as the timeout has ended and the Capitals well, they have got it all to do here if they want to go to back to back. It's Bulleen who are in front. Ball to start. Wilson to inbound it now, goes to Jackson, Jackson with a toe on the arm, it doesn't fall, Tolo gets the rebound, 65-62, Wilson now gets the ball from Hurst, goes inside on the right lane to Tolo, outside to Jackson, Jackson in the paint, leaves it short, she gets her own rebound, she'll put it up again, oh, Cambridge had a hand on the ball, that was critical, and oh hey, 
gets the rebound and goes now. Kicks it right side to give it to Glorbitz. Glorbitz, the only WNBL championship holder in this Bulleen side. Her experience is going to be critical in the run to the buzzer as Bulleen have managed to force the error from the Capitals and the ball's out over the baseline. Once again, the Capitals just, uh, well, just forcing the play a little bit. And Abrams will sit down. She has had a, a monster game, and I think that's her fifth personal foul. So the captain off the floor now for the rest of the game. Former Capitals captain Eleanor Sharp on the edge of her feet, seat in the crowd, really willing her former team on. Bishop out on the floor now as uh, just taking a little bit of rejigging here John and this is going to upset them because Abrams is a key defender for this capital side inbound ball goes to Cambridge then back to O'Hay O'Hay kicks it right side gives it to Glorbitz outside to O'Hay she knocks down the three and is that enough for Bulleen to go home six points the difference six points difficult to see Bulleen losing from here I wouldn't discount Canberra just yet, but with 4 minutes 40 on the clock, this would be a colossal comeback from the Capitals, but if anyone can do it... Oh, look at that! Bishop pulls Zavik to the ground. Bishop drew the foul from Zavik, I think, who fell over. Zavik appears to be okay. But Bishop just reefed her to the ground. She did. It was... I think the foul, I think there might have been some contact before that, but Bishop said, if I'm hitting it... You're hitting the woodwork, you're coming with me. And it's going to be a Caps ball. The crowd is absolutely in this game too. They're the sixth player on that court, John. As Wilson looks to set up for the Capitals. Six point lead to Bowie. Where was the defence? Tolo gets it in the paint and makes an easy two. 64 play 68 and what a critical mistake on D by Boleyn. Yeah, far too easy. Not sure how that happened. Mariana Tola, all on her own underneath the basket. Here's Penaluna at the other end. Would have come back with a quick reply. Missed what she should have made. Burst now, on the burst, down the court. Gives it to Tola, who made the last basket. Looking to dish to Wilson. Good defensive work, though, from the Boleyn Boomers. Jackson goes to work, grabs her own rebound, and then jump ball between her and her hay. Possession error though, facing the way of the Canberra Capitals. They trail 68-64, four minutes remaining in this grand final contest. Anyone's game still, Bulleen by four points. Bulleen, certainly the favourites with four minutes to go, but Capitals have plenty of time. It's only two defensive stops that they need to be able to get back level pegging as the Caps. Wilson gets it inbound now to Jackson. Back to Bishop. Outside the arc is Wilson on the left-hand side. Drives baseline, makes the shot, and Wilson now will get the Caps back to two points. Yeah, terrific play from Carly Wilson. She's a critical player at the other end of the court now. Caps. Miss Tolo, the rebound. Gives it to Hurst. They trail by two points, Canberra. After trailing by six, only a minute or so ago on the game clock. They're still in this contest. Hurst now. Dribbling the basketball around. Gives it to Bishop. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Casually as you like, Jackson pops up the two. Misses. O'Hay grab the basketball. Possession out. Going the way of the... No, that's Burns. a foul against Bishop. A foul, was it? I think it's a foul against Bishop, that one. Okay. She came crashing in there, and I think the way the uh, 
the refs had gestured there. I thought that was a foul. The ball going to the side. So just as the, the floor sweepers will uh, clean up, Glorbitz checks out for the moment. And, uh, well, it is going to be a crucial three minutes and 23 seconds. From the side, Bulleen will get it in their backcourt as Zavik gives it off to uh, Milner. Milner now goes to Jarry. Jarry with Bishop watching her. Drives down the left lane. Tried to bank it in. Cambridge gets the ball back on the rebound. Jarry going after. Cambridge's missed shot. And Jackson will settle it down and gives it to Hurst. Wilson from the right-hand side nails the three. Can you believe that? Carly Wilson with the last five points for the Capitals has got them in front by one when we're just about written them off. Caps in front by a point after trailing by six with four and a half minutes to go. Cambridge! Falls to the, the ground. Shot as she was falling over and not looking at the basket. It drained in. And bullying back in front by a point, 70-69. Two and a half minutes remaining in this grand final. As Hurst bounced pass inside to Tolo, Cambridge didn't give her any room to move. Outside to Bishop, back to Wilson, back to Bishop. Then it's Jackson on the left 45, goes to Hurst on the right side. Bishop for three, she knocks it down, caps up by two. With two seconds on the shot clock, Bishop, the tall, knocked down a huge three-pointer. 72 plays 70, and I tell you what, Michelle Musselwhite, who's sitting on the bench, will be glad she had her first child last week because this pressure would have certainly got it out of her if it was still there. Zavik from the baseline tries to get a three-up four. Bulleen doesn't fall. And now it's Bishop being muscled by Jerry on the sideline. And Jerry has given away the free... Uh, was giving away the free, giving away the foul. She might feel like celebrating and making another one if the Canberra Capitals get up today, Craig. Well, she'd had a uh, she'd had a terrible run of losing about four grand finals in through the uh, early uh, through the noughties. She lost uh, at least one with Dandenong, and then I think she lost two with um, Sydney before she got to the Caps to finally win one. And, uh, well, she sat out this season. She joined us on sport radio throughout the season. And uh, she was increasingly getting more and more frustrated as the season went on. And the Caps were looking like they were going to be grand finals. At the moment, they've got the advantages. One from two went down as now it is the Capitals with the lead. And Bulleen have to do the work. One minute, 44 to go. And General Hay, ball in hand, goes for the three. Can't get it. And Jackson will clean up the rebound. Hurst will bring it into the front court for Canberra. A minute 30 on the clock. They lead by three points. It's been a big turnaround. All too much weight on the pass for Jackson under the basket. Who only could just manage to get a hand to it before the ball fell out of court. And opportunity here now for Boyd. They must score. Coming up this end of the court this time. A minute 20 on the clock. They trail by three points. They've led most of the game for me. It's a shame to see them go down. They've been the best team all season. With the ball now is Jerry. Milner. Under the basket. Cambridge. Big block for Mariana Tolo. 
big rejection a minute to go. Canberra lead by three and a half possessions. And unlike in the end of the third term, there was no Desi Glorbitz to get on the loose ball. This time, Canberra secured it. Now it's Hurst with Milner watching her. Good screen from Tolo. Gives Hurst some room. She puts up an air ball. It falls into the hands of Bishop, who puts it up again. She gets her own rebound. And now they kick it back to Hurst. And Hurst is just holding it up. She's just waiting, trying to get someone to foul her. Savick goes there for the foul, but it ball's tapped away. Jackson has to go back and get it. Hurst again. Zavik Hurst is trying to work on it. Jackson gets the ball back and rattles around on the arc. I thought that was a three. This time, Cambridge and Tolo wrestling for the rebound. And I think Cambridge has been called for the foul. And that will mean that the Capitals will get a uh, shot at the basket because I think you'll find that uh, bullying uh, in the bonus. I think the foul was actually You on think it went on Tolo? Yeah, it was on Tolo. Oh, okay. So, yeah, because, the, well, obviously, so bullying know they can give away line. a couple of fouls. So. Three points to lead to bullying, uh, sorry, Canberra. 15 seconds remaining. As Milner has the ball on the left-hand side, they need a three-pointer to tie it up here. As Jay goes for the three, it rattles on the iron and falls away. Jackson's got the ball in her hands. She throws it back over to Natalie Hurst, and the Capitals have won the grand final. Two seconds left. Was it a foul? No, it's three seconds to go. Timeout's being called. The Capitals will have possession from the baseline. And the Capitals now, well, it looks like it's their grand final. They will go back-to-back. Three seconds on the uh, game clock, John. It's been an absolutely tantalising grand final. And Not sure why they called a timeout there. In fact, it's risky because Hurst was all on her own in the defensive court. Could have easily wasted the three seconds. Now they're going to have to bring back the ball from a passing. Unless it was a foul. Unless it was a foul unless they fouled Hurst and uh, then they got the timeout before to ice the shooter so Tom Ma knows what he's doing never lost a grand final but he is in a big hole now because his team is three points down and they will be uh, well they will be playing for one play phase the ball they have to get possession of it and yeah that's exactly what's happened there's been a foul and, the body and Hannah Zabik is fouled out of the game. So the body language coming from the bullying players as they get to their feet. It doesn't look fantastic. They're almost conceding defeat, I think. Well, oh, right. three seconds left and you're three points down, John. Right, it was the Jackson, Yeah, so Jackson goes to the line. Hannah Zabik fouling out of the game on Jackson. And Jackson makes the first. It's a four-point ball game. So the Capitals... I think you can say, are the champions. Jackson makes the uh, second. It's five points, the Capitals. Two seconds left. Oh, hey, from half court. Tries to bank it in off the glass. And it's not fallen. And the Capitals have won it. The team just absolutely out on the floor celebrating. Well, I, I take a moment for bullying. They've lost two games this year. Unfortunately, the second one was the grand final. The Caps ecstatic, as you would expect. But it, what, a, what a contest. What it a was game. huge. Could have gone either way. And we saw that Jerry three, which would have tied up the scores 
with about 20 or 30 seconds to go, just boggle out. And it's a it was a terrific contest. I think both teams can go away with their heads held up high. Canberra just managed to sneak over the line in the end, and those two free throws from Warren Jackson, critical to icing the game. Two clutch free throws as well. We, we were talking about how important this game was going to be off with those bigs in the centre. Well, points in the paint, both teams, 30 points apiece from the paint. Unbelievable. And uh, Natalie Hurst played the entire 40 minutes, John. We, I, I didn't pick it up that she never left the floor, but she's played the entire 40, point, 40 minutes of this game. How many points did she She finished with how many points? Natalie Hurst finished with 21 points. I think I'm leaning quite heavily towards her being the MVP. General Hay, 26 points yeah, for the I game. Liz Cambage with 16 points for the uh, defeated side. Lauren Jackson with 18 points. And uh, Lauren Jackson, 3 from 3 from the free throw line, of course. 2 right there at the end of the game. But that just shows you the discipline of this Bulleen side. They did not give Jackson any easy looks at the basket. Plenty of tears there from the bullying bench as well. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Cambridge, Carly Reid, a few of the other girls as well. Very upset and yep. understandably so. I'll tell you, second game they've lost all season. It is a tough one. Coach Graff though, what a coach. She won a championship with Sydney. She's now come to Canberra and won five. Tom Maher picking up another one. Oh, sorry, is that five or is that six? She's won with Canberra. Yeah, she's won seven in total, equaling Tom Maher now. Six in, uh, seven in total, yeah. Yeah, six with the Capitals. No, five with the Capitals, one with... Six with the Capitals, one with Sydney, and Tom Maher has, of course, coached one with Canberra. He's seven. So That's he's seven as well. He's seven and one. Graf is seven and two in WNBL Grand Finals. Yeah, she's an unbelievable coach. Lauren Jackson and well Lauren Jackson you can't say enough about her either she is a phenomenal player superstar well certainly the best in the world at the moment and you've got to think how about this year how about this year we're leading into a world championships years and we've got to see so many of the uh, Opals or, or so many of the Opals on our floor Bakovic Brown Porter Jackson uh, you know you've seen um, uh, Harawa from Bendigo and just the quality yeah, of the basketball season. terrific season of WNBL Canberra run out victorious to win another championship they are a tremendously successful club Bulleen Commiserations go to them because they had a terrific year as well under just their coach Tom Maher. Just wind up, uh, just wind up now with uh, some of the stats. Capital shot at 39.2% for the game. Bulleen 39.1% for the game. Uh, looking at fouls, it was 19 to 18. Canberra giving away more fouls. Block shots, 13 by Canberra. Uh, sorry, and 13 by uh, Bulleen. Assists, 13 apiece, sorry. Block shots were 8 to Canberra, 5 to Bulleen. Uh, 5 steals apiece, 11 turnovers for the Caps, 17 turnovers for the Bulleen Boomers. Uh, 14 offensive rebounds, Capitals, 12 offensive rebounds for Bulleen. 
28 defensive rebounds for the Caps, 31 for Bulleen. Total rebounds, 43 Bulleen, 42 Capitals. At the end of the game, though, 75 plays, 70 the Capitals, taking out the 2009-2010 championship up there at the down there in the cage in Melbourne. It was an amazing game. You can't say enough well, for this Capitals side. Bulleen led at every change except the critical final score, Craig. They led 14-12 at quarter time, 33-30 at half time, 56-53 at three quarter time before Canberra shot 22 points to 14. 22 to 14, that's In that right. Final quarter to run out 75 70 victorious. Yep, and uh, well, it's been a great year, John. Capitals have taken out back to back champions, uh, and well, you just can't say enough about their resolve. Bulleen, it's two years in a row they've had to watch the Capitals celebrate once in Canberra and then this time in the cage in their own home gym which has got to hurt even more it's it's not too often you lose in your home gym I can only think of uh, two previous occasions in the last 10 years Canberra lost to Sydney at the AIS and Sydney lost to Adelaide down there at Wollongong which uh, was a couple of years ago now yeah terrific game Great contest, terrific season, and well done to the Canberra Capitals. That's all we have uh, for you in this WNBL season. We look forward to having you join us next year. But football and a whole lot of motorsport will be the fair for Sport Radio in the off-season. Until 2010-11 season rolls on, on behalf of Simon Peters, Michelle Hocking, Mark Aston, John Keogh, I'm Craig Ravel, wishing you a very good evening.